0: All right, we're back. Brett likes football. Working title. Episode eight. Um, episode eight, and we are on week eight. NFL. Uh, it's today's Thursday, October twenty-eighth. Spooky season upon us. Um, Sunday is Halloween in the NFL, which is pretty awesome because you get to see all the fans. In costumes, uh, this happened fairly recently, like within the last five years, and I remember going and to the Bucks game, and we played the Raiders, and there was a guy in full Beetlejuice makeup, and it was like 92 degrees at the stadium, sun, it was one o'clock game, sun beating down on us. He had to be miserable, but the Raiders won, I believe, if I can remember correctly, but full Beetlejuice. Raiders gear, uh, awesome. It was awesome. Uh, 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 a rare time that Raymond James Stadium, the home away from home, was fun with uh, the Halloween stuff. Uh, so, today's show, we're going to do some preview, week eight. Uh, I'm going to start with the Thursday night game. Uh, we're going to fire off some takes, um, probably wrap up with... Premier League, uh, but I'm also going to make some picks on these NFL t- uh, matchups. Uh, last week was kind of a uh, kind of a snooze, a lot of blowouts. I think the closest game was Dolphins Falcons, but um, let's jump right in tonight. Thursday night football, we got Green Bay um, going up against the first place Arizona Cardinals, seven and zero. I mean, Green Bay is six and one, uh, and they looked looked relatively good besides that weird Week One Saints game, but we've we've been waiting for a matchup like this, like a week uh, a Thursday night matchup where it's two good teams, a lot of star power, like awesome. Let's go! Let's kick off this week. It's going to be great, and it is a good matchup on you know you think, but unfortunately the COVID shit. Uh, is catching up to, to the league. I mean, it took eight weeks, but we're finally losing some guys. The, the Packers don't have their best receiver, best receiver in the league. Devontae Adams is out. I believe there's a workaround where if he tests negative twice, he could play. So I don't know. I haven't seen anything about that yet. Um, it's relatively early, so I don't know. But uh, also, a guy who showed out last week for them at wide receiver, Alan Lazard, is out. Also on the COVID protocol. And the other receiver, third receiver, which you can argue, is it Randall Cobb or is it Marquez Valdez-Scalding? Shouts to uh, USF. But he is questionable. He might play. He was on IR. So I don't know if he can play. So basically, desolate offense for Green Bay. Should be a lot of Aaron Jones, a lot of A.J. Dillon. Um, Tanyan, I'd expect, uh, a lot of the two tight end set with Tanyan and, um, Lewis on both ends and Rogers kind of dinking and dunking. And if Rogers can really, you know, win this game and do this without these receivers, I mean, huge testament to him, but it's going to be work because, uh, the Cardinals have looked awesome defenses looked awesome Kyler's looked awesome Kyler's mVP probably a front runner maybe ish right now but he's looked great they got five awesome weapons on offense to go to so I'd expect the uh Cardinals to win this it's arizona by six and a half I mean I'd be all over that at six and a half because you get the seven and um at the very least Cardinals should pull it out by seven but Another storyline. Uh, Shefty Adam Schefter tweeted yesterday that J.J. Watt has to have season-ending surgery, uh, so he's out tonight, and that sucks for that guy. Cause like, I mean, come on, like that just sucks. Like, I'm not that big of a fan, but but he he was a, he is well he kind of still is yeah a captivating character in the nfl i guess he's sort of the face of the league on the defensive side and was for years he was defensive player several times face of the houston texans for all this time he finally gets out of that shit organization um well at least they were shit and are shit currently but uh he gets out goes to arizona they look unbelievable so far and now he's just done for the year so that sucks but it could benefit green bay um, even though their offensive line is still suffering. Uh, Bakhtiari is still not playing. I think De- Dennis Kelly is pff, doubtful, maybe. No Kevin King, no Preston Smith. I mean, uh, it could get ugly. This could be Cardinals by 21 fast, just like the Bucks with the uh, Bears game as well. So um, my take on this one is that I, th- I think it might be high scoring because I think Rodgers is very good when he's down or when he's in a close game. Like if he, if they're down three, if they're down seven, ten, he's going to be firing it down, and they're going to figure out what to do. And if he's calling the plays himself, could be could be better off for the for Green Bay in that manner. And and just a lot of Aaron Jones, a lot of AJ Dillon, and if they can run the ball with them too and make plays, and I mean I could see. I could see where, you know, the Packers could pull this off, but disappointing. Uh, um, I mean, we're going to watch it. Come on now, it's football. But it's just disappointing with uh, with Adams out and all these injuries and J.J. Watt and stuff. So um, I like the Cardinals, minus 6.5 in that one. Let's jump right into the spooky Week 8 uh, slate. We'll start with the 1 o'clock games. Uh, Panthers, Falcons, the Panthers got their asses kicked last week by a beat-up Giants team, and I mean, I just don't think they're legit, uh, some stuff sort of come came out, some tweets and some, some storylines about them being possibly in to get Deshaun Watson, you know, in the coming days, I believe the trade deadline is on Tuesday, so... That might happen here soon. I know everybody thinks that he's just going to end up in Miami, which I agree with, but i also I also now lean towards to take that if Miami won a couple more games already this season, it would definitely have happened already or about to happen or like happen this week because if they'd won a couple more games, like if they were five hundred or almost five hundred or you know four and three something like that it would be just a much easier decision for Deshaun Watson to say like I need to play this season my future's in in the balance my contract blah 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 let's do it because he's got that trade clause so the Panthers they're three and four I mean if they make the trade and somehow and Darnold ends up wherever and something else happens and the picks go and I don't even know how many picks they'd have or what they could offer, but at this point, if you're Houston, you just want to get off Watson. So if the Panthers end up with him, Houston gets two, uh, Miami gets Darnold and tanks the rest of the year, but I mean, they don't even have their fucking first round pick. So I'm not sure how any of this is going to work if it happens, but the Panthers would be sneaky good with Deshaun Watson. He's got weapons. He's got a, a very good wide receiver. He's got um, two solid young running backs. If CMC comes back healthy, I believe he's on the IR one more week. Um, so Chuba is playing, but this game, if it's Darnold, I kind of, I'm leaning towards the Falcons, like really, like I love Moore and I love, um, Chuba, but I think I'm leaning towards the Falcons on this one. I think this one's a pick em. Oh no, it's Falcons by three. So yeah, I mean... The line says it all. I'm kind of leaning towards the Falcons because the Panthers' defense stinks, um, and that's that. So I'm going to take the Falcons, which I actually like. Uh, I kind of like them to finish second, third in our division. Well, probably not second with the Saints. But, yeah, I'm going to go Falcons here on this first game. Uh, moving on to the next Deshaun Watson team, uh, the Dolphins playing the Bills. The line's 13 and a half right now. You could probably get it. Might be might change to 14. 14 and a half, 15, somewhere around there, but obviously I love the Bills. The so Bills should come out and crush them. Um, look for Tua to probably have a lot of garbage time throws and try to make plays and stuff because they might be down a lot, but Buffalo's defense should be swarming them. The offensive line for Miami's bad. Miami's defense is bad. Uh, Howard looked bad um, two weeks ago, and then last week he didn't look he didn't look like you know an all-pro corner or, or safety or whichever position he's in in the dime or whatever, but he, he just got carved up by Pitts. I mean, Pitts just had a monster game, which like, also that's part of my Falcons pick is that I, Kyle Pitts is probably here now, and they can probably just go to him, and throw it up, and he can make the plays because he's he's unreal. But yeah, I like the Bills. Uh, Josh Allen carving him up. Uh, That's a CBS game um, all over Buffalo. Let's see what Miami does because, I mean, they're 1-6. It's not a good matchup for them this week. Going to roll out Tua, and then they got a day and a half to basically see if Deshaun wants to come and see if they want to get rid of those picks and whatever else and Tua and stuff. So interesting, interesting storylines with Deshaun Watson. Oh, let's cut over. We got... 49ers, Bears, San Francisco minus four. Um, I like San Francisco. I think their their pass rush is just as good as the Bucks. Bears offensive line is desolate. Fields is going to be running for his life, just like he was. San Francisco to cover easy. I'd probably go money line on this one. Uh, Jimmy G's bad, so I don't know if uh, we're going to get Trey Lance or not. But uh, if Trey Lance suits up, I'd expect him to play. Like, Jimmy G could get it done, but I'd expect Lance to play if he's healthy. Uh, So Niners in that one. We got Steelers, Browns. Uh, It's Cleveland by three and a half. Uh, I'm not sure if Baker's going to play in this one. Uh, Looks like he is. Uh, Yeah, he's questionable along with Chubb and Odell and Malcolm Smith. So we got some injuries. Um, but yeah, Baker's supposed to play. I, I, I'm liking it. I like the Browns. The Steelers' D is still kind of legit, so they could be sneaky good here. But Ben is washed. How many times have I said it? Five times already on this pod. Ben's washed. They know he's washed. Very limited. Um, they give the ball to Najee Harris, uh, 50 times a game. So, and I mean credit to them. That's the smartest thing Tomlin could do because Najee Harris is an animal. But the offensive line is bad. Expect Miles Garrett to maybe make a play or two. Sack Ben. I like the Browns in this one. Uh, three and a half. I would take the Browns. Um uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh they're in Detroit this week. Uh my Eagles confidant has texted me. He said, like, man, I hope we go into Detroit and give them their first win. Uh, because he just smells those draft picks. Uh, so yeah, it's Philly by three and a half. Um, I'm gonna take the birds in this one. I think this is gonna be a Jalen Hurts kind of tune up like game. I think he's gonna play pretty well. Uh, you know, if not, I'd be a little surprised. Detroit just stinks. Uh, but also, I could see, um, this being what the fourth. Detroit lost like by a field goal. I could definitely see that. Definitely, definitely see. 17-14. Like it's 14-14, three seconds left. Hurts makes some ridiculous play on third and 17, and they get in field goal range and win the game. So that's what I'm going to take, and I'm going to take that. That would be the Lions to cover then if the line is truly ending at 3.5 come Sunday. So uh, let's go Detroit to cover um, on that one. Uh, we got Titans, Colts, uh, this is an interesting one because the Titans are good, I guess, question mark, question mark, question mark, but I think the Colts are good, I think the Colts are pretty good, I think the defense is good, Jonathan Taylor's unbelievable, um, Wentz has been good enough, that all the storylines with him and Frank Wright seem to be coming true, because every week he's looked better, um, like, I mean, he has, uh, 11 touchdowns on one pick, so, he looks pretty good, and Tannehill has not looked as good, although hasn't needed to. Henry's got freaking 900 yards and 10 touchdowns already in week 8. Like, sheesh. Like, to put that in perspective, Henry's got 869 yards, 10 touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor, who I think is the second best back right now in the NFL, has uh, 579 yards and 5 touchdowns, <laughs> basically almost split in half, so... There you go. And A.J. Brown is all the way back, and he's, he looks awesome. Like, Tannehill looks like shit, but if he can get the ball to A.J. Brown, doesn't matter. Um, what's this? Titans are favored, right? Colts by one. Oof. Oof. This might be a stay away. Uh, I'd take the Titans, though, right now. But come Sunday, if I'm betting on this, I think. Ah, uh, man, this one might be a stay away, yeah. I smell trap game. Yeah, that's a trap game right there. Um... Let's go Bengals, Jets, Cincinnati by ten and a half. Uh, Bengals should kill them. Uh, um, Shefty, Adam Schefter, tweeted yesterday again, uh, another tweet, said uh, Mike White is going to be the starter. And um, I did a quick Google because that name sounded so familiar, Mike White. uh, He went to USF, University of South Florida, for a year, 2013 to 2014. That was like my last year. And... uh, I had two classes with him, and uh, we talked football all the time, uh, really cool dude, and I'm like, I fucking know this guy, and, and I didn't even realize when he came into the game Sunday after Wilson went down that, that that name was familiar until I saw it like written out, googled him, yep, definitely definitely met this guy, uh, he was really funny, hilarious dude, didn't even know he went to, I think, Western Kentucky in 2015, and played well, balled out, now he's in the NFL, and now he's starting uh, for the Jets, I know it's the Jets, but hey, good on Mike White, like, way to fucking go, dude, I I doubt you remember me from uh, American Sign Language class, but you were fucking awesome, and uh, so, rooting for him to play well, but I doubt it, Bengals should crush him, Uh, Jets stink, Bengals are legit, said it all in the last episode, And this week has just been full of Bengals stuff, so yeah, Bengals by 10.5 all day. Uh, Rams, Texans, right now it's 14.5, I probably expect it to jump. Um, Rams should crush them and cover it, I mean the Texans stink. That's a stinky matchup just like Bengals, Jets, so we'll move past it. Uh, Patriots, Chargers, this one's going to be a good one. This is the one in L.A., I believe, in SoFi Stadium, full of Patriots fans, uh, probably. Uh, it's Chargers minus five, and the Chargers need a win. They need to bounce in the right direction and prove that they are the team that we thought they were in the in the first few weeks uh, that beat the Chiefs. And, well, we know the Chiefs kind of stink now, but uh, the Chargers need to bounce back. And the Patriots have looked pretty good. I think Belichick... And, um, his son and, uh, God, what's the offensive coordinator's name? I can never remember it. He almost went to the Colts. Meh, moving on. Uh, I think they've sort of figured out what to do with Mac Jones and play to his strengths and play to the strengths of, uh, Henry is clearly the far and away better side end than John o. Smith. So John, who's barely in the game, I think he got hurt though, but, uh, Jacoby Myers is making plays now. I mean, Patriots fans would have never told you, like, yeah, Jacoby Myers is going to be great. No, like, everybody was off him all season last year. Um, And I think Aguilar even caught a touchdown finally for them. So their signings are looking a little better, basically. Oh, and Damian Harris is legit. He's good. So I'm kind of... Like, I like the Chargers, but I think I'm leaning towards the the Patriots to cover. I mean, if the line jumps to seven, definitely take the Patriots, but yeah, we'll see about that. Patriots defense is pretty good, so um, I think I'm going to go Pats. Uh, let's see what else we got at the 4 o'clock. Uh, Jags, uh, Seahawks, I mean, Geno Smith, ugh, like, looked awful Monday night. Made that one throw to Metcalf, but then Metcalf just took it to the house because that's what DK can do. He's very fast. Um, uh, one thing that's bothering me about them is that like he's forcing it to lock it, and he needs to kind of throw ahead of lock it, and like, I just don't know if Geno can do that or is aware of that. Maybe he the pressure's getting to him, but uh, it's Seattle minus three. I, th- I think I love the Jags. Um, uh, maybe this is Urban's second win, and... Yeah, I kind of like it, but look for Russell Wilson during pregame warmups with the uh, cast on his hand or whatever, doing the hip thing, doing the throw thing, going through the motions. Meanwhile, like Geno Smith is like eating a pizza roll come pregame. It just seems that way. I don't know. I just think the Seahawks are a tire fire right now, and I'm not saying the Jags aren't because they definitely are, but I kind of like it, kind of like Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I think it's in Seattle. That's probably why they're favored. Um Let's go Jags on that one. Uh Duvall. Uh, oh I got two I got two left. Um or three left. Four. Oh I got four. Uh Washington, Denver. Um Washington stinks. I kinda like Denver. I think they're getting Jerry Judy back. That's big for Bridgewater. He's had kind of just like I think he's had Tim Patrick. And Sutton has definitely stepped up, but he's only caught two touchdowns. Um I love their running back pair, Melvin Gordon, and the rookie, Javante Williams. He's been awesome. Uh, I think they run the ball, and they run it well, and I think Denver comes out winning their favorite by three. I like Denver. Uh, let's move on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, we are in New Orleans. Um, I thought this was the Sunday night game, but I think it got flexed for Cowboys-Vikings, so we'll get to that game. But Bucs-Saints uh James Winston revenge game we're in New Orleans uh I don't particularly like these games I just think there's one game we play New Orleans twice every year and there's always one game where they just get the best of us like no matter what like last year we played them at home um they they beat us twice in the regular season last year we played them at home and they just absolutely smashed us but then we played them in the playoffs and got the last laugh and won the Super Bowl but I just don't like these these games. It's Tampa by five and a half. I don't minus five and a half. I don't even like that line. It's kind of suspect. Uh, this is just a weird game, like where Jameis is going to throw it across the sideline to Taysom Hill, who's going to bomb it, and then somehow Jameis is going to be there to catch it and then lateral it to Marquez Callaway for some 95-yard touchdown. Like this is going to be a stupid Sean Payton. Stupid play, and it's I already I can see see it happening, and it's going to be a weird game. Or if we can come out and our offense is clicking like it was against the Bears, we can make the plays and we'll win. But I don't see us winning by more than seven, ten, maybe. Uh, I just don't know if our defense is all the way back yet, Uh, and the Saints' offensive line is much better than the Bears. So Winston's going to have some time to you know do those hip thrusts and and you know, use the eyes in the back of his head and all, all the tricks that he has that he never had in Tampa Bay, uh, LOL. Um, but I think the Bucks win. Uh, I just don't like these games. Um, so, yeah, moving on. Uh, the primetime game is two teams that were on bye last week, Cowboys and Vikings. This one's going to be a fun one. Uh, I'm excited for this one. I do like that the these teams are coming off bye. They're both kind of rested, a lot of star power, Thielen, Jefferson, uh, Lamb, um, what's his name, Cooper, and Zeke, and Dalvin Cook, and you know Dak, and Cousins, and it's just going to be a fun one in the defense, and both defenses have been playing pretty decent, even though the Vikings defense is not as good as the Cowboys, and the line is um, Dallas by mi- minus one and a half, yeah, this is close to a pick in my opinion. I'm hoping for, like, a 35-28 Vikings win, so I'm going to pick the Vikings. I just want to see Dallas lose. I kind of want to see them drop a little bit, get humbled, and, you know, I'm tired of seeing the takes that, you know, he's going to win Dax MVP, Cowboys all the way. Like, they're going to choke in the playoffs. Like, we all know it's coming, people. So I'm going to take the Vikings um, in the Sunday night matchup. We got uh, Monday night, November 1st. Giants, Chiefs, yuck. God, what a yuck game. Um, Might not watch this one. Uh, Just kidding. I love all the football, so I need to watch it. But this is a big opportunity for the Chiefs to, I mean, I'm not even going to say it's like a big prove-it game, but they just need to win and get back to 500 and, you know, get back on track and figure out what they can do adjustment-wise. But I don't know how many people were on the Giants last week. I talked about – schrager being all over them um with the ringer nfl show and i mean they just destroyed the panthers like like dominated them they couldn't even get a touchdown in the red zone so it was i I mean i don't know i mean the line is nine and a half and i think that's given the chiefs too much i i would take the giants in this one i think the giants might get tony back Kadarius tony uh rookie he was electric in those few games um I think they get him back this week. I think they might get Galladay back. Yeah, they're all questionable. Barkley's even questionable. So Evan Ingram, all these guys, ah, I think I'm leaning towards the Giants on this one. So yeah, take the Giants Monday night. And um I guess we'll see what happens. But uh take a quick break and uh I'm gonna go through some of the Premier League stuff from uh coming up this weekend. Alright. All right, we're back. Um we had a lot of footy this week. Um a lot of football. We had the return of the English Carabao Caribou Cup. I think it's Carabao, it's an energy drink. This is like the energy drink cup. It's uh it's the least important tournament in England. Uh a lot of the smaller clubs fans care about it, like like real small like that play in the lower leagues, the championship and um lower than that, the lower tiers, like Sunderland and QPR and Stoke and uh, teams that used to be in the Premier League and, you know, got relegated. Some of them care, but then a lot of a lot of teams don't give a fuck about this tournament because it really doesn't mean anything. And Man City has won it the last, like, five years in a row, I think, or something like that, something crazy. Uh, but I wanted to talk about it quickly because... They lost yesterday to West Ham, uh, took it to penalties, and West Ham won in pens, and um, it was just, I watched, it was just a great defensive um, front by West Ham, I mean, City, and it wasn't like City was rolling out, you know, they're like youngsters, like real youngsters, they had Sterling out there. Mares, Grealish came on. Depayn came on. Uh, you know they got Kyle Walker. They had all these guys. Jesus came in, and Foden came in, and nobody could score. I mean, a couple really good shots, really good chances, but I mean, just all the credit to West Ham. Because I just wanted to talk about how how good they looked. I, I mean, I think there was twenty five shots from City on sixty five percent possession, like that's five goals almost every time for 25 shots for them so that was cool um that actually makes this more watchable also because Chelsea advanced um as well they played on Tuesday um they played uh Southampton Hampton and um it was 1-1 um we had a great Kai Havertz goal on the corner um i i i really appreciated that just because like We need to get his confidence up, and he's so good on the corner set pieces because he's so tall and lean, and he's great at heading it in. So that was great for Kai's confidence, but we conceded the Che Adams goal um, like right at the beginning of the second half. We ended up going to penalties and um, won, but uh, yeah, like this tournament doesn't mean too much. It is cool that like we get to watch more, more Chelsea, so that's always good, but yeah, Arsenal beat Leeds, Sunderland won on penalties, Brentford advanced, Leicester won on penalties, Liverpool and Tottenham, so good, good for Tottenham one, uh, big for them, uh, they need this, so good on them, uh, let's get to the match week, I think we're in match week 8 or 7, I don't rightly know, uh, Saturday, we got Leicester City versus Arsenal. Um, if Arsenal wins this, they are all the way back. They've now won, like, or they haven't conceded a loss in nine straight matches, I think. And they look good. It looks like the Arteta stuff is kind of starting to come along. And they got some leadership. Aubameyang is healthy. Lacazette is healthy. He's back. So um, I like Arsenal, but you know, Leicester's got a, a good squad. Telemans is a monster. Vardy, obviously... Madison on the bench, like, he's out of form, but he can come in and be sneaky good, um, so, I I mean, I'm actually gonna say, like, a 1-1 draw, 2-2 draw on this one, uh, we got Burnley, Brentford, um, what do we say here on Brett Likes Football, it's fuck Burnley on this side, uh, so hopefully Brentford win, I am rooting for Brentford, they're my darling team this season, so, uh, hopefully Brentford win, 1-0, 2-1, um, Look for that. Uh, Liverpool, Brighton. Uh, Liverpool should spank them. Although Brighton, they have that manager, uh, Brendan Rodgers. And he was the Liverpool manager. So, revenge game maybe. I don't think that's the same with European football. Revenge games. But uh, I like Liverpool. You know, 3-1, 4-1. Expect a solid goal if he starts, you know. Uh, We got... Man City, Crystal Palace, uh, City should spank them, especially after the Carabao Cup performance. I expect Pep to make some changes and getting some guys faces at, at at training and really you know figure it out. So City to win easy, two one, three one, something like that. Uh, Newcastle, Chelsea. Um, I expect Chelsea to win. We still don't have a striker. So we'll see who's up front, and we'll see what Tuchel draws up. I am curious to see. Um, I'm hoping we do not concede a goal this match. Uh, We'll have Mendy back in the sticks, so we should be all right with that. But um, I'm hoping for a 1-0 win. A draw wouldn't be the end of the world, but uh, can't give up points at this stage right now. We're at the top of the table, so... We got, uh, Watford, Southampton. Um, this would be a big win for, uh, Southam coming off two L's, two losses. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Watford coming off that, uh, Everton match. I mean, that was crazy, but we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully Armando Brojas starts up front for Southampton. Um, and then the last match Saturday we got Tottenham, Man United. Um, it was it came out a couple days ago. Ollie uh, is safe for now. They're basically taking it match to match which to me it, that just means that United and the board they're clearly done with Ollie after the Liverpool match and um they've given him so many chances and so much time but I think it's clear that they don't have a replacement in mind. They're not sure about Conte because if you bring in Conte, you know, he's going to switch everything up and really like throw a wrench into what Ali built. So I kind of like Zidane in this sense, but I don't know if Zidane is that interested in going. But he would certainly help Pogba, Varane. You know, he has the relationship with Varane and Ronaldo already. So. He, I think he's the ideal candidate, but I don't know if he's even sure he wants to go, so um, people are really keeping tabs on that. And uh, Ronald Koeman was just sacked by Barcelona, and I believe they already announced the manager, but, I mean, that's La Liga, and it doesn't really matter to me because Barca is still a ways away from getting back to that top, top, top tier of Champions League football that they once had. But um, So we'll see what happens with United... Kinda of rooting for Tottenham. I think it'd be hilarious if they beat him. Um, but I think United will probably win 2-1 on a Ronaldo game winner. Uh two matches Sunday. We got Norwich Leeds. I mean, it's Norwich. Leeds is probably gonna win or draw. And then we got Villa West Ham. And this is an interesting matchup because West Ham have looked great defensively, and Villa have looked great on the counter and on the attack with Ings and Bailey and Traore and all these guys. So, um, I don't know, I think a draw, maybe three three. I think that'd be fun. Maybe three two Villa. But uh I mean that's it for the uh for the Premier League match week. Just wanna do a quick run through of that, um so I can keep talking about soccer and I know that no one really 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 cares. No <laughs> All right, well, this was episode eight, Brad Likes Football. Uh, everyone have a great Halloween, and uh, go Bucks. Let's go.